The protests in Turkey don't compare at all with the civil war next door in Syria. So perhaps the embattled Syrian government was just desperate to make a point when it issued this travel warning to its citizens. It told Syrians to avoid travel to Turkey because of the current unrest there. Pot calling kettle black a bit, maybe? The conflict in Syria has been grinding on for more than two years, and neither side has been able to dislodge the other. That stalemate is painfully evident to the residents of the eastern city of Deir Ezzor near the Iraqi border. Reporter Marine Olivezi made a rare visit to the city and sent us this report. They call it the Bridge of Death, and that's the only way in and out of the city. Over the past year, civilians and fighters were crossing the Euphrates by boat. But recently, the riverbanks came under shelling. And now even the so-called Bridge of Death is considered safer. Abu Ayyub is the commander of one of the main Free Syrian Army brigades in Derzor. He phones in to see if the regime snipers have targeted the bridge this morning. It's been quiet so far and we get the green light to cross. Here we are now approaching the bridge. The commander is behind the wheel. The car is speeding through the bridge to avoid any possible sniper fire. It's quite the nerve-wracking experience that the civilians have. Whoa. Abu Ayyub hits the brakes a little too hard. The car spins 180 degrees before landing in a sand hill. The men quickly inspect the car and drive on. We're now inside there is ore. Look. Wow. Look. Everywhere you look, it's the same site of sheer destruction. There's simply not a single building that hasn't been hit by some kind of artillery, gunfire, mortar shells. The first people we see are a dozen men with shovels and bright yellow jackets. These locals fight the regime of Bashar al-Assad at night. During the day, they clean up the ravages of war. It's a daunting task, but an urgent one. Ahmed al-Yusuf from the local council says people are getting sick because of the trash. They worry especially about insects and the diseases they bring. As we speak, more shelling, more work for later. The cleaning squad collects the rubble and trash, but they can't take it out of town. That would mean crossing the bridge, and trash isn't worth the risk. We walk away from the main street and continue our visit. Birds chirp, kids run after a soccer ball, and then... We just heard these half-dozen rockets, but what's really striking is that there's no reaction from anyone around. No one is running for cover. These couple of kids continue driving the bicycle... They tell me that part of it has to do with the fact that they're just so used to it by now, with some days several hundreds of shells and rockets landing inside the town. A year later, it made them quite immune to that sense of fear. Others just say, we'll die whenever we'll die. There's nothing we can do about it. So life just goes on, no matter what. Schools open a few hours in the afternoon, Falafel vendors sell hundreds of deep-fried bowls every day, and people still get married. I get invited to a wedding party. It's for women only. There are about 50 of them. The younger ones let their hair down and belly dance. The bride glitters with sparkling powder. She's getting married to a fighter from Jabal al-Nusra, the Islamic brigade affiliated with al-Qaeda. Her friend says he could well die tomorrow, but the choice is between this or living like the dead already, 
Like elsewhere in Syria, the revolution has turned here into a war of attrition. Front lines cut through the city, neighborhoods, sometimes even homes. But overall, enemy lines haven't moved in months. Abu Amar and Ahmed, two brothers and fighters, blame Western countries for the stalemate. Ahmed says America's inaction has squeezed moderates out of power here. Anyone try to help you, bad, good, you will agree. You will agree to that. No problem. Anyone help you, no problem. How much he's bad, just help you to fight this uh, system. Anyone. It's a point I've heard over and over again in Deir Zor. People here spend hours every day re-ashing the turn of events with conversations filled with what-ifs and if-only. In a street close by, three men play an old traditional song. And for a few minutes, their tune fills up the night, puts off the nattering, and covers the sound of war. For the world, I'm Marine Olivesi, Der Zor, Syria. Marine sent us pictures from this embattled Syrian city, including one of a playground turned into a cemetery. You can see that slideshow at theworld.org. This is PRI.